all right, I am my version of this character and I'm going to be, I'm going to be my version of the character. <laughs> I feel like Miss Frizzle and I have always been one and the same. The Temple Theater will be hosting Theater Works USA's production of the Magic School Bus Lost in the Solar System, February 15, 2023. The production tells the story of a class that gets lost on the way to the planetarium. Miss Frizzle saves the day by blasting into outer space for an epic interplanetary field trip. On the podcast today, we have special guests Katie Kalis, who plays Miss Frizzle, and Alyssa Nakasilver, who plays Wanda in the production. Kalis is originally from Crystal Lake, Illinois, and received her BFA in musical theater from the University of Wisconsin-Stevens Point in 2020. She was last seen on stage as Logan in the 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee at Queen Cisana Resort. Silver is a NYU Tisch Drama graduate where she has studied at the classical studio RADA, ETW, and Atlantic. They are a Japanese Jewish actress, singer, mover, and writer. Silver's most recent credits include Hugh Milan in Disenchanted at Priscilla Beach Theater, Exotic Bird Princess in the Conference of the Birds at the Winnipesaukee Playhouse, and The Little Mermaid as The Little Mermaid at the Hangar Theater. In the podcast today, we'll discuss Callus and Silver's starts in the theater, as well as the production of The Magic School Bus. So Alyssa and Katie, thank you so much for joining me here on the Temple Arts Podcast. Uh, the Temple Theater is very excited to see the performance of uh, the Magic School Bus Lost in the Solar System, and just grateful that you're able to spend some time today talking a little bit about your backgrounds uh, as participants and uh, uh, there in the show, and um, uh, what it's like to be in this iconic uh, per kind of production. Before we jump into Magic School Bus specific kinds of questions, I'd love to hear from each of you a little bit about your backgrounds and how you got involved in theater and a little bit behind the spark that, that got you going. Yeah. Um, well, thank you for having us. Uh, we're both very excited to be here. Um, yes. Um, well, I, I've always loved performing. Like ever since I was I grew up in a very small town in Massachusetts, um, but I always like chased the spotlight and was like always dreaming about moving to New York and doing musical theater. Um, and it started when I was five. Like first I said, I wanted to be a Disney Channel star. And then I found out Disney Channel mu musical movies. And then I was like, oh, musical theater. And then I wanted to be on Broadway. And yeah, I just haven't, I haven't given up on the dream and now I'm here and it's very, very cool. Yeah, that's yeah. beautiful. <laughs> Um, yeah, I was more of a late bloomer to theater. I was just kind of that that kid that was doing all the weird voices at a young age and putting on, um, I didn't know that there were productions in my backyard, but I was putting on productions in my backyard and um, just making all my friends laugh throughout my childhood. Um, and it wasn't until my older brother, Scott, he's five years above me, he uh, was in a uh, production of Guys and Dolls. And I remember seeing it and I was like, is this, I must be a part of this. <laughs> and I like learned all the songs and I would watch the movie with Frank Sinatra in it. And I was kind of hooked and I wanted to be like my brother. Yeah. And he's not doing theater anymore. I, I'm the uh, one that's uh, the only theater kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you outlasted him then, huh? Yeah, Scott. <laughs> 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 Well, it's it's really interesting to hear sort of the way that you both uh, started started fairly early and, and caught that caught that 
acting uh, bug. Um, you know, you mentioned your brother as an influence. Uh, so Alyssa, did you have somebody as well uh, that pushed you along in terms of uh, encouraging you to, to do theater? Yeah. Um, well, my dad is my dad and my, my parents have both been very supportive in my journey, like the most supportive. I'm so grateful for them and I love them so much. Um, but my dad grew up always wanting to be a blues guitarist and his dad like told him not to do it. And my dad ended up being an accountant and he always regretted that. So like ever since my, my brother and I were little, my dad always like encouraged us to follow our passions. And once he knew that, like my passion was singing and acting and dancing, he, he like really helped push me and support me and encourage me and he's just been like the best cheerleader I could ask for. Yeah, that's a that's a wonderful thing to have somebody in your in your corner like that and be able to provide that kind of support. Yeah. Yeah, it's really great. So, I guess looking at the production of the Magic School Bus itself, uh this is a really incredible uh brand in itself, you know, I I will date myself a little bit, but uh, I remember the Magic School Bus as a book uh, before it was an animated series or or anything of that sort. So I'm curious for each of you walking into this production, um, what kind of preparation you did uh, to prepare you for, for your roles? Um, for me, um, Katie speaking, uh, for me, I... I remember watching, I think it was like the anatomy episode of Magic School Bus in like second grade. And I was hooked on Miss Frizzle. So I feel like Miss Frizzle and I have always been one and the same. And this is probably the least amount of preparation I've ever had to do for a role because I just, I get her. I love her chaos and her warmth and just that she's trying to, um, sorry, there's someone sneezing. <laughs> um, I don't know if you can hear that on our end, but I love, um, as I was saying, her chaos and her warmth. And I love that blend of that. She's kind of playing games with the kids, but she'll never lead them astray. Um, she's just always been a role model for me when I was growing up. So yeah, Andrew, our director, just kind of let me ride it out. Like we obviously want to not go too far from the original character, but he let me um, play and grow her as my own, mm -hmm. if that made sense. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, how about yourself, Alyssa? Um, yeah, I remember watching a couple episodes of Magic School Bus as a kid. And when I saw the casting call for this, I honestly, I didn't really remember Wanda's character that much. Mm -hmm. Um, so like before the rehearsal process started, I watched the, the lost in space episode to like, see what the musical was based off of. And, um, to be honest, I feel like the Wanda from the show is a little bit different from the Wanda in our musical. I feel like they expanded on her character a little bit Definitely. in like really positive ways. And I feel like mm, our director, Andrew really allowed me to embody Wanda how I wanted to embody her and I honestly I just feel like I'm able to bring like when I step into Wanda I feel like I'm like the coolest version of myself I can be and like 
the middle school self that I wanted to be in middle school. Like, I wish I could go back and be her and like be that confident in myself. And um, yeah, that's kind of what I try to bring to Wanda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they do. Well, I, I think it's interesting. You, you talk about making the character your own and then, um, you know, this, this concept of how theater provides an environment to do that where you have a you have a script and you have a character to play but that personal interpretation um that you're able to bring based on your own skills and background um you know is is really something something unique and um that that's really a an excellent sort of thought and i'd love to hear a little bit more about how how you do that is sort of uh, either with with this character or with with other characters you've played, where you develop your own sort of style uh, and don't become too beholden to uh, uh, what might be be the obvious character or uh, duplicating the the character that's already been created. Yeah, um, I feel like my process whenever I approach um, a project is. I try to absorb as much information as possible during the rehearsal process um, and explore different impulses that may come to me based off like what I know about the character already. And then when it comes to performances, I really try and just accept that I am the character and whatever impulses I have in that moment, even if I don't like those impulses, that's the impulse my character is having. And I try to just be open to um whatever impulses I have and I just always tell myself that like all right I am my version of this character and I'm going to be I'm going to be my version of the character um, so yeah that's that's kind of what my process is like yeah. yeah I would say mine's very very similar um and you know when you first enter the rehearsal process like it's not like I can change the given circumstances of mm-hmm oh, you know what, uh, actually, we're going to drive a plane instead of a bus. Like, you know, I can right, right. <laughs> Um, But um, within the script, um, I like to be able to find little, like, key ideas. And I'm really into, I love comedy. So just um, the rehearsal is so fun because I get to try, I mean, Miss Frizzle is just loaded with jokes. Honestly, I feel um, like Miss Frizzle characters more uh for the adults <laughs> some of the humor <laughs> um that I appreciate so I really get to like kind of play with that um I mean this is like theater for young audiences and family so it's for everyone which is so lovely um so I get to play with that range knowing that we have all ages coming to our shows and yeah it's yeah. been really really fun <laughs> yeah I, I I think that humor element is really interesting um uh, and something that I noticed with other Theater Works USA productions where there's 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 these little nods to all the parents in the room and uh, all the parents get those jokes, even if they're just slightly out of reach for the, the kids. They're they're so well placed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So talking about the audience a little bit, uh, Katie, this is a, a first touring uh, adventure for yourself. Is that right? Correct. So could you describe that a little bit more, um, what it's been like to be uh, on the road and uh, less stationary and more transient? Uh, have you have you uh, enjoyed that experience? Oh, yeah. I mean, 
I come from a family, um, like a camping family. We have like a big camper. I've done that my whole life. We've never been the family to like go to a nice resort or anything. Like we are, we went to Disney World and went to the campground, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so um, I love being on the road. It feels very at home. So that's been really great. And the best part about touring is that every show is going to be different because we have a different venue. So just the way certain set pieces are placed are going to be different or the amount of people we're playing to there's the days where we're playing to what was today today was like 17 or 18 yeah 1700 1800 and then one day we'll be in an elementary school of 75 kids yeah. <laughs> mm. so it's going to be a different reaction every time which makes it so great for an actor because it keeps it fresh and it doesn't keep it just the same. Um, Cause I know for other um, summer stocks I've done, I've done like three months at the most of doing the same show um, as opposed to this is six months. And I know it, sometimes it can become stagnant um, doing the same thing. So that's been lovely. And we get, you know, we get to go to hotels and like explore different cities and I, we're really becoming a huge, beautiful family, and I just adore everyone and the cast and crew, our lovely stage manager, Tara. Yeah, we love yeah. each other, which is really great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, it, it it's interesting to think of um, that that difference between different audience and different space, you know, in, in some cases, as you, you indicated, you know, the, the space is the same and the audience is different. In this case, it's all sort of changing around. Um, and there's, uh, I imagine, a, a need for some adjustment on a on a day-to-day basis and being able to read the room, so to speak. Yeah. And also, I forgot to add, we're also, um, we're actors, but we're also, as you know, we're stage uh, yeah. assistant stage managers. So mm-hmm. having to do load in and load out before every show yeah. is very taxing on the body. So we're a month in, so we're just kind of figuring out that balance of how do we rest properly and what time we need to get up to start vocally warming up and mm-hmm. physically warming up and mentally. Um, it's been quite the journey, but I think we're doing a good job so far. Yeah. Do you, do you find the, the same level of adventure here, uh, Alyssa? Uh, is there a special thing that you like about being uh, in a touring production? Yeah, this is also actually like everyone in the cast, it's except for Tara, who is our stage manager, like this is everyone's first tour. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm used to like hopping from one contract to the next, but this is an entirely different experience that I'm used to. Um, it feels like I've described it to a lot of my friends as a fever dream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because every day we're in a new place and um, it feels like a crazy adventure every single day. And we all love each other and we like laugh a lot. So it's, it's crazy. And um, yeah, it's, it's really special um, performing for different audiences, even like the small ones, like Mm -hmm. you can see the facial expressions of the kids and how we affect them. And we've had a lot of audience members reach out to us and say really like amazing things. And we just, we love it so much. It's really, it like warms all of our hearts. Mm-hmm. Well, I uh, I know that you have a rehearsal uh, to get to here, but it, sort of in closing, I would love to hear each of you um, maybe give a piece of advice or uh, um, a word of wisdom to those that may be in a place that are aspiring 
to make uh, theater their full-time career or uh, profession. Uh, and what it, and be in front of audiences or, or even maybe even in a more behind the scenes role in production. Um, if you could just sort of comment on that, that'd be, that'd be wonderful. Uh, sure. Um, I will, Alyssa will speak first. Um, so, okay, wait. Um, I think a word of advice I would say is I studied acting. I didn't, I actually didn't study musical theater um, in school. So there was a part of me that was always insecure when I was auditioning for shows because I didn't study musical theater and I didn't get all that training that a lot of my other um, like people that I saw at auditions were getting. But what I try to bring to every project I'm in and when I go to auditions is myself and my version of the story and just trusting that no one can tell a story like you can because every mm -hmm. person is unique and you have to trust that and trust what that does to your voice and trust what that does to your emotions and your impulses and your acting and if it's meant to be like that's what will cast you and um that's I feel like that's what's helped me the most in my career yeah, that's so fun. I was literally going to say something of the same nature, but I think um, something I immediately thought of, of if I could tell like young Katie, <laughs> like um, something different of what she was told when she was younger. I feel like before I was even auditioning for colleges because I majored in musical theater and a lot of times uh, either teachers or or just like my peers be like, oh, you're going to be the next like insert name like Kristen Chenoweth Kelly O'Hara you're going to be the next giving like actual names and I felt like I got boxed into something and felt like I had to fit a certain mold and um throughout my college experience in those years I discovered oh my goodness I I don't want to be the next I want to be I want to be Katie I want to be the next Katie Callis you know the only Katie Callis because we are all so beautifully unique um as Alyssa was saying and I think it's it's hard to not compare yourself, but if you can start early to just not be like, oh, well, they're a better singer, they're a better dancer, they're a whatever it is, just be like, you know what? It doesn't matter. What am I good at? What are my strengths? And what am I going to bring into the audition room? Um, because we, I think we both did that for Magic yeah. School Bus and we got here. So isn't that beautiful? <laughs> we got there eventually. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it it is, and uh, we are looking forward to seeing you you both um, in in your personas as people and your personas on the stage uh, here at the Temple Theater. And I'm really grateful that uh, you're willing to give our listeners a little bit more background about yourselves and the production. And uh, it's going to be going to be fantastic. Well, thank you thank so you. much. We're very excited. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Temple Arts Podcast. Please consider subscribing to the podcast and making a donation to the arts through saginawartmuseum.org or templetheater.com. This will allow us to continue to bring enriching program to Saginaw and beyond.